You're listening to a Bored to Death Hero Cast, talking superhero anime and other hero fare in easily digestible chunks. Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and other assorted gender assignations. Welcome back to the Bored to Death Hero Cast. I am Jay, being joined by. We got a name, Zeke! Yep, and we have. Road. <laughs> Are we still trying to eat all the food yet? <laughs> You've been eating your food steadily. Over Mine's been gone. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, flying Ze- to. Zeke's food does not tend to last more than five minutes. I'm not talking about the black hole. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are back to continue uh, watching Titans Season 3 on HBO Max. Uh, Chris won't be joining us. He, had, he got run over at work. Not quite literally, but he probably sur- sure feels like it. Bust him. Yeah. Um, he may or may not join us later, but for now it's just the three of us. Uh, when we last left off in, uh, with Titans after episode three, uh, Red Hood is loose in Gotham. And it's Jason Todd. No big surprise to anybody who actually follows DC Comics at all. Um, but also, Joker is dead. Bruce Wayne slash Batman has left Gotham. Uh, Red Hood is basically on a on a rampage, uh, and he's trying to fuck the Titans over at every turn. I love the fact, and I'm bringing it back from the last episode when we recorded it. I love the fact that the newcomer, the guy who knows very little compared to me, I know little about this particular to me, series, but yeah, uh, roads and the world of knowledge, sat there. And after episode three, we went, Jason Todd's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Asshole. He found, he found the secret very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Asshole. <laughs> um, and so the real big shocker at the end of episode three was Hawk's dead. Oh, God. He got blown the fuck up. Now you're bringing Rhodes Nightmare back up. <laughs> Hello. No, no, not going to do it. Well, there is that one comic log- logic, and we maybe it might th- show up here. And he ain't dead until you see a gravesite. Even if you see a gravesite, that don't necessarily mean dead. There you go. Because this is comic books we're we talking about. We got Raven. About. Raven, come back. Raven, we need you. She's, bu- she's busy trying to. She's busy trying to res Donna Troy. Oh, I'm waiting for the fact of Raven. We need you. Why are you dressing all white? <laughs> Did you join the KKK when we weren't looking? Oh God! If they, if they do the White Raven, oh, you are in for a treat. <laughs> um, but yeah, we don't know quite know what uh, what Jason's end game is with all with all of this, apart from just fuck the Titans over. Because we also got introduced to Barbara Gordon, who is commissioner of the poli- of Gotham PD. Uh, in a wheelchair, minus a leg. Um, we don't know, and her father is dead. Uh, oh, and speaking of other uh, Batman characters are dead. Alfred's dead. How dare you take Alfred? Alfred is the glue Alfred? that keeps sanity. That, that's the whole reason why he's dead. Look what the Bruce. Hell yeah, that's kind of true. Oh, and yeah. Robin. I mean, dead. Jesus. Which Robin? <laughs> Well, all, you all of them so far. Yeah. <laughs> you have seen some episodes of season yes. one. Zeke and I have been watching. Have been, have started watching season one of Titans. Dick uh, is a little unstable. Just a little, not quite to the point of Jason, 
But then again, Jason, I think there's a combination of too much time with Bruce Wayne, because too much time with this Bruce Wayne is corrosive to the soul, and there's whatever the fuck he dosed himself with right before he went out and got his and got his head nearly bashed. Well, Jason Todd was, was never Joe. really stable to begin with. True. He should never have been a Robin. Well, let's, let's back up. Do you know how Batman first met Jason Todd? Not in this continuity. Well, any in continuity. all the continuities, it's still the same. Okay, it is hilarious. I'm not, no, I'm not that familiar. He was caught stealing the tires off the Batmobile. Yeah, that's a bold. That's a bold strategy, Cotton. We'll have to see how this plays out. <laughs> well, wait, we did see. How, we, we we did see how this yeah, plays we, out. Yeah, we see how that goes. Every continuity, mm. he's he's stealing. He's caught literally right there with the wheel in his hands. Batman just staring at him. I like, think he had all four tires off. It was the fourth tire. He was, he was on the fourth tire when Batman walks up, and he had literally had it on cinder blocks. <laughs> and it's the Batmobile. It's not really stealthy on the fact that who owns this. Now, I'm surprised, given that this is Batman we're talking about, that he didn't have some, like, taser built into the freaking hubcaps. So if somebody did try to steal well, it. Was... I mean, he's Batman. Who, he, he, you had the mindset of, who the fuck is going to be stupid enough to steal the tires from Batman? It depends on what universe you're talking about. Because remember, Michael Keaton had a nice lockdown mode. And Arkham and Arkham, uh, Arkham City game, or Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, you know, those games, that Batmobile had tasers basically built into it. So while you're driving along and you suddenly run over one of the criminals that's running out into the street, oh no, they're not dead. They just get shocked and sent, sent flying into a building. In the side of a building. Yeah, but, but they're still a, alive. They're not injured. They're just shot. But that was a bad take. Well, yeah, Batmobile. Bat even, take. Even, Batmobile. In the, even in the Dark Knight Returns, the Bat tank, Batmobile tank, no, it shot rubber bullets. No, I'm talking, I'm talking about in uh, Arkham's, in the games. That was actually a, yeah. uh, No, that was taken in the, in the Dark Knight. That's why that shot I forgot about that. The can yeah, it, shot, it shot rubber bullets, unlike uh, yeah, yeah. Keaton's Batman's Batmobile, which shot actual bullets. I, and uh, Ben Affleck's. Yep, the Bat Batflex uh, you know, thing also shot bullets. <laughs> but the the I think the uh, the Michael Keaton Batman was uh, was there wasn't many guns. It was uh, somebody. Yeah, Gatlin's. Yeah, yeah, Gatlin's. Yeah, they were still, it was just yeah, because he shot that hole in the in the in the door so he could drive through it. Mythbusters prove that's not how it works, <laughs> right? But at the same time, that was just the coolest scene on yeah, Earth. Yeah, that's true. And then rule of cool. And then, I'll allow the, it. and then of course, Batman does not kill. Well, you know, he did drop all four of those globe detonators, and they blew that whole plant to pieces. It was also and drives out all cool. He did kind of drop people off building tops and... But they're still alive. Yeah. See, <laughs> see, see, Batman doesn't kill, but you'd be surprised what you can live through. No, no, Batman doesn't kill. Gravity does. Uh, there you go. Isaac Newton is the deadliest son of a bitch. <laughs> Isaac Newton is my secret Robin. There's, no, you remember that? I don't. Did you ever play Mass Effect Two? Yeah, yeah. You remember, you remember that drill sergeant on on, oh, on the Citadel? That's why Isaac Newton is the deadliest son of a bitch in space. <laughs> um, but um, also in this season, we were introduced to Doctor Crane, who is uh, Gotham PD's resident boxed criminal that they consult whenever they run into something 
they can't quite explain. Yeah, because why not have a crazy figure out who the crazies are that are playing you? Which I should have brought this up in the last episode we did. But you think when Bruce Wayne goes, let's talk to this crazy guy as a reference, you might have gone home. I think you're going a little too crazy now. Well, I mean... You get the impression that Batman was on, sort of on the outs with Gotham PD even before he disappeared. Yeah. I, 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 this, I, this Bruce Wayne... This Bruce Wayne mm, was not He was very, a monster, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag not my Bruce Wayne? Not my Hashtag bat. not my bat. Not my bat. Not my bat. <laughs> Just like when we were watching uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Hashtag not my cat. <laughs> we just gotta make it wide each time. Hashtag not my cat. Yeah. Hashtag not my bat. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> About the same. We'll, we'll figure something out next time something like that comes comes yeah. along. But, um... Oh, God, I wish I Dr. Crane, and, and Dr. Crane, I think we touched on this last time, but he knows what the fuck is going on. And he is deliberately playing coy and stringing Gotham PD and the Titans along. Yeah, why, sh- why should he really want to help them when he's getting what he wants anyway? Yeah, I, I, I get to fuck with you. I'm glad I get to... I don't to have w- to lift a gun to do it. <laughs> I'm glad I get to... Wa- I watched the first three episodes because they saw a show on the trailer... And I went, oh, this is spoiling too much. Trailer yeah. spoiled too much. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so there's just like, Hawk's dead. That basically opens the door. It's just like, don't get attached to any of your your friend of your heroes because I mean, Jason's gonna just straight up fucking kill him. I like the internet theory that the reason why Jason is doing what he's doing is because he's t- cutting the attachments off of what. He will bring him back, kind of. Yeah. Because he kind of has a he dro- a no. fucked up relationship with uh, with Hawk. Because you know, big brother, little brother, kind of bully big brother a little bit. But he's and he's also cutting any sort of alliances that the Titans could possibly make. Batman's gone, uh, and he's poisoned their relationship with the Gotham PD by. Deliberately uh, luring the Titans in for the bank hostage situation, which was literally just a trap, uh, so that the Titans would move in, convince the convince Gotham PD to let them handle this, and then the building blows up, the bad guys get away with the money, the Titans are made to look like are made to look like idiots, and Gotham PD are made to look like bigger idiots for even bothering to work with them, and then uh, when Jason tells them, uh, I will deactivate the bomb if you uh, rob this armored truck and steal these gold bars for me. And Hawk is like, don't fucking do it. And Dick's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not saying I'm not gonna do it. I'm just saying it's, it's on the table, but we're not going for it. And Dove is just like, so. Saving my body. Yep. And And then, and then. Damn. And then he basically pulls a he he pulls, he, he pulls a Joker on them. Or, that, or he, is, that is true Joker style. Exactly. Oh, with, I'm the, with sorry. the whole it's like the detonator. That the, was actually he, the detonator. Oops. And like just the last the and the, and the scene, moment as Connor is running Connor's in there, face as he comes right there into the room for the as he's blowing up, and it's just like no. That's why I was like, while we were watching, when they had it down to like 2% with like 15 minutes left on the timer, no no word from anybody else on the team that we're close to getting the deactivator. 
take the fucking risk. <laughs> I would have taken that risk. Because what 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 is the alter what is the alternative at that point? Because you have no idea if uh, Dick's about to get the deactivator or not. I it's love still it. the saddest moment of them it is. All. It is very the sad. Saddest moment of them all was seeing Crypto come slowly walking out of the room, covered in soot, covered in soot, and just whining. <laughs> See, <laughs> like, and, and yeah, it's like he was looking at Connor's like, Dad, why weren't you faster? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Jay Ooh. with the insult on that. Oh. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, Too soon, man. I'm not, I'm not blaming, I'm not blaming Connor for, for, for his speed, but. Oh. <laughs> oh. Let's face it. If Chris were, Chris were here, he probably, he probably would have found that, found that. Oh, yeah. He would have found that. But he's the he one that hilarious. goes. What was it? What was this joke about DC uh, going to Marvel? Well, th- no, that was just a dumb, stupid joke that he kept, he kept coming back to every time uh, Hawk or Dub was like, I'm, I'm going to go back to D.C. <laughs> and he's just like, I didn't know we were in Marvel or something like that. It's like, oh, my God. Ugh. I don't know. I, I, the problem is I don't remember any other major death scenes in Titans besides one. Titans have lost souls. So many Titans have died. Keep it's my, like just talking about the show. Just, just show. In, in this. Uh, I think it's only been one other person we lost. On, everybody's Donna. on the table. Well, no, two. We lost two. We've lost Donna, Donna, Donna. and Aquaman. Well, um, based on what they what they say, because you don't actually see it, Aqualad's gone. Um, Jericho is semi gone. He's he's. Pretty much trapped inside. Uh, his rabbit. physical body's gone. Yeah, his physical body's shot. Um, Donna is gone. Raven is. Well, she's not dead. going to bring her back. She's not dead though. Raven's not dead. Well, Raven's not dead, what? but she's she's with Donna trying to bring her back. I believe she will do it, and we are probably going to be blessed with White Raven. Brace yourselves, people. <laughs> I'm serious, man. And then they were following the sun. And the holy shit, what's that? You are not ready for White Raven. This is just a little bit over the top. All I gotta say, if they bring White Raven, they have to bring Beast Boy's balding hell. If we get White Raven, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to move in for the week because we're gonna watch every single episode. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're in for an experience. Like I said, they gotta bring Beast Boy's balding hell in if they bring White Hell. White Raven. You remember that? Yeah. I've gone bald? What's wrong with going bald? <laughs> when you have a luscious green hair, everything. Yeah, except that except that hair is gonna go is gonna go if he's uh, if he's dying it green all the time. I know he's, I know that Gar is not actually dying it green, but the more the more often you mess around with your hair color, the faster you're gonna lose it. Now try to say I'm gonna go bald. Why do you think happened to me? <laughs> it happened to my cousin. Saying, I'm wondering how many more other Titans are going to appear to fill up the ranks. Because we got some heavy names out there. I mean, uh, we, going, we, still have 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 had, we still haven't had B show up yet. Uh, are you? Are you? I don't know if they'll ever bring Cyborg in. Oh, God. Because Cyborg is part of... Uh, Cyborg is a original Titan. Yeah, but they broke that. But they've, 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 
they, they decided that. to elevate him to Justice League only because they needed that. They needed a actual technical character, but well, there's also the fact supposedly they bought him over because his, his voice actor died, original voice actor, and they wanted to pay tribute to him. Well, that that was the main thing. It was supposed to be a one shot thing, but they just kept going with it. Yeah. But at the same time. You bring I game. always, I, I'm, I'm one of those people, I do not see Cyborg as Justice League. He is always Titans. Because you bring B in, you gotta bring Cyborg in. B, B has to come in, uh, <clears throat> we need Arsenal. Fuck this, if we got Red Hood, I want fucking Arsenal. <laughs> yes. But the problem is that, in Arsenal. they have to bring in Speed for us. I don't care. We can oh, do, do you we, think we, we can do speed? We can do the whole. As a matter of fact, that could be season four. Speedy's whole line as he progresses from Speedy straight to fucking Arsenal. Or, better yet, they just skip the Speedy arc. Yeah, just bring in an Arsenal. Literally, Arsenal is <laughs> basically the answer to Red Hood. And he Ooh, is... I don't know about that. He, well, think about it. Red Hood is the anti-hero who does not stop at anything to get the job done. Arsenal is the hero who should fucking be an anti-hero, but God, they keep pushing him as a hero only because of Cyan. We miss you, baby girl. We miss <laughs> you so much. But the, I don't think he'd be able to take... Okay, oh, I'm no, keep... no, no. They, they, it's been it's been like three times straight. These th- these two have run into each other, and literally it ends with both of them face down in their own blood, too fucking weak to take out each other. I'll go over time. I just don't think he's gonna be able to take out Red Hood because of the training that Bruce Wayne had, gave him. But at the same time, Green gotta... Arrow has some training as well. Oh, exactly, and. Literally, both of them have zero quit. So, it's just literally, again, both of them face down in their own blood, too tired to get up to beat each other. We need Arsenal. The, the only thing I have to say <laughs> that, and this is a little spoiler territory, I do apologize. Remember, Arsenal got the tech from LexCorp for his arm. True. So we got Superboy who has the genes of Lex Luthor, and then you got him who have the tech. That'd be kind of interesting right there. I still, I still love to see it. <laughs> but just, just the the thing about it is they have to leave out. Diane, you baby girl. <laughs> you, so. you, you, you'll understand if you ever go and look through Speedy Arsenal's uh, total life. You will get to the sadness that is giant. Okay. And Does it beat the basic. sadness of Hulk? Yes. Oh God, yes. <laughs> His <laughs> eyes just lit up. You, you don't. Oh, oh, you don't know what happened. You okay. like in mind. My knowledge is more cartoon less comic. Okay. Uh, basically, but tell tell me after after, after yes. this. So I think so we're, we're already we're already yeah. getting later than than we expected yeah. tonight. And we still gotta we still gotta do the binge and then our follow up. Well, it's also our intro is kind of getting a little bit long. Yeah, we're Uh, we're already like twenty minutes in, so let's go ahead and do this. Let's do this. So two episodes, episodes four and five, 
Uh, we don't have it currently queued up, so I can't read any uh, read any particular uh, intro things for the episode blurbs. Uh, but you know, Zeke's pulling that up right now. HBO Max it should load up pretty quickly. Just avoid YouTube at all costs. Yes. Because oh God. God, YouTube, why? YouTube is, YouTube is very evil with the spoilers. Uh, I don't want to click on. Don't and we're not even going to touch on YouTube comments. Well, I'm supposed to. Oh God. Just grateful that our videos are still low key enough that we're not getting uh, commentary on most of them. So episode four is titled Blackfire. Oh, screw you, episode five! And episode five is titled Lazarus. I think Lazarus. we can probably guess what that's going to be about. Oh, we're going to go back to his original story? I was hoping they kind of tweak it a little bit. I, I, now I, I have a different theory about what the, what was in that uh, aerosol canister that Jason Jason huffed down. I, I what if it was what if it was aerosolized Lazarus pit? I, Wouldn't make sense. I, it's comic books. It doesn't have to make no, sense. Comic no, comic no, 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 I'm looking at I'm looking at each and every title, and I'm like, each one is a person. There is a person named Lazarus in the Batman mythos and Titans. And I'm wondering, is this actually Lazarus? Or is it referring to a Lazarus? Or is it referring to the pit? Well, if they're referring to Lazarus, you have a point. Hold on. Okay. We might have some fun in episode five. Jeez, okay. You've got, once he starts getting going, we let him roll his thing out, then we cut him out. Yeah. Are you going to keep roll, keep it rolling, or are we going to come he, back to the I'm very interested to see which he, he's are like they a talking drug about a Lazarus. So. Give him his fix, and then he's like, okay, I'm done with my fix. Okay, so we're going to start with episode four, Blackfire, which is another thing we should probably address, uh, was something of a story storyline through the first three episodes. Uh, Corey's having some weird-ass hallucinations slash flashback. Uh, yeah, I think she's starting to slowly remember her, her roots. And there, was, well, and there, was a, there was a scene after one of her... Uh, episodes where she's suddenly walking through Wayne Manor talking in Tamaranian or whatever. And when she gets interrupted, she spins around and like tries to almost incinerates them. <laughs> except for, except Connor's right there and just, you know, super breaths it. Uh, and then she snaps out of it. But Blackfire. Oh shit! <laughs> okay, you say that, but I have to ask. After he's holding you, bus, do you even know who Blackfire is? Yes. Okay. It's Starfire's sister. Yeah. <laughs> I am aware of who Blackfire is. I may not be okay. as well-versed okay. about everything, yeah. but I know shit. Yeah. The reason why everyone's like, ooh, Blackfire, ooh, is what Blackfire did. So, literally, Blackfire is the entire reason Corey is on Earth. Because <laughs> in the comic book, oh, wow. Uh, let's see, she sold Corey into slavery. <laughs> <laughs> that would do it. When Corey yep, tried to come back, she made sure she went right back into slavery again. <laughs> then she had her declared enemy of the state so that everyone would hunt her down to kill her. When yeah. that didn't work, she was just like, you know what, you're really pissing me off. And she started losing it and started trying to hunt her down herself to kill her. I think in the Titan, Teen Titans uh, cartoon, was she like killing her own people? Yeah. And they go stay off the planet? Yeah. Like, every time she came back, 
The longer she stayed on the planet, the more people would die. Yeah, she she Blackfire is so Corey is like the very nice, feel good, mm-hmm. wholesome type. Blackfire is everything not. Blackfire's like, now nah, you're gonna die. Yeah, you gotta die. I hate you. Which, given what I've seen of Corey in episode in season one, I'm just like, you you're being like wholesome and so- sweet and soft. I'm like, really? Yeah, that's that's wholesome. <laughs> This is wholesome, Corey. <laughs> uh, Which should tell you all you need to know about Blackfire. <laughs> everybody thinks that I'm. Black, everybody thinks that uh, no, no. I mean, in, in the comic book convent, uh, in the comic book terms, yeah. no one likes Blackfire. Everyone's actually kind of scared when she comes around because she's just Magic like servers. one of those people who's like, you know what? I'm not gonna talk. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to care. I'm going to melt your kneecaps off. And while you're laying there screaming, I'm going to stand over top of you and just shoot little pinpoints of laser down your throat. Freaking laser beams, man. Yep. Which she actually did to someone. Which was just the nastiest thing I could think of. There are some pretty gruesome ways that... uh, Really, the nastiest thing you can think of? What about the slow-mo death in in, uh, Dread? Yeah, that was just pure awesome, though. Which, which slow death? Right. You mean when Mama got thrown yeah, off the top? Yeah, when she off the top. Where she, uh, took the evacuees who were selling the stuff yeah, and slow-mo'd them, skinned them alive. And oh, slow-mo'd. that one, yeah. Oh, that one? Oh, yeah, that well, they yeah. sped that up when they hit the ground. I'm talking about when Mama was actually coming to the ground. And you can and see her face see literally her just... <laughs> that was a great movie. God, I... Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, who's saying anything about sleep tonight, guys? I have to sleep. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got, well... I got I, stuff in the morning. You got the important saving the world aspect tomorrow. I'm going to be playing Aliens Fire Team, so, you know... He's going to be saving the world for Wailing Utani. Fuck Wailing Utani. <laughs> They're the bad guys. True. <laughs> Human, oh, no, humans, no, no. humans are the real monsters. <laughs> yeah, we really are. Oh, God, it, if you actually pay attention to the storyline, God, we are... In what, in, in the game? Yeah, oh, they, they do not pull any but They let you know the whole storyline. And Wailing Yutani is a bunch of pure shit. Well, yes. We've known this since then, the first movie. And then there's Hyperdyne, who has been... Fate, and you would have to be really deep into aliens to know who Hyperdyne is. They are anti... Wayland Utani, and they have just as much shit on them. Okay, well, well we're, we're, getting, we're getting distracted. Let's uh, your binge chair is a little too uh, stiff. What the <laughs> hell? Uh, we'll, is that a we'll pancake? <laughs> That's what happens with three hundred and thirty pounds lays on this thing uh, a lot for every binge we watch. Every binge we watch. Dear God. Anyway, yeah, Zeke's got to <sighs> got to refloof his poof. I don't think it would I think it's been mullet. Yep. I don't worry, so. just fall into it, man. Fall into it. <laughs> there you I go. Cannot wait There's to go. the floof. I cannot wait to go back and listen to this and hear that sound effect. Anyway. Um, Titan Season 3. Go! Episodes 4 and 5. Uh, go Team Titans, go! Go, t- go Titans, uh, and we'll be back after the binge. Hello, and thanks for listening. While we're binging, please give us a like and subscribe. 
If you want to reach out, do it via our social media on Facebook or Twitter at BTD underscore BingeCast. The Board to Death Clan is part of the CKCC radio family, including J Bunny's Music Hub, The Race Nerd Podcast, Real Paranormal Talk, Ranking Tracks, Motivational Moves, The A Show, Park Hopper 101, and The Nerd Table. Please consider supporting CKCC Radio on Patreon so we can continue to bring you podcast content. And now, the binge is done, so let's get to the discussion. And we're back. <laughs> okay, uh, it was a good couple of episodes here. Um, All I gotta say, it's good that we're not watching Star Wars. We had Redemption Ox. Oh, I don't know if this is necessarily redemption stuff that we're getting. No. It, it's, oh, it's, God, it's almost no. like uh, for Red Hood, what uh, Bucky was going through in Falcon and Winter Soldier with the list uh-huh. of people that he was trying to like make amends with. Only it's a different sort of list. Yeah. And he's not so much trying to it's make amends list. with. Yeah. <laughs> and the other, there was like one, only one person that he was He's got make. a little list. He's got a little list. There was only one person. Richard Road is probably the only one who's going to get the reference. I heard little lisp. There was probably only like one character that he was trying to make like actual amends with. Mm-hmm. Um, but first episode, uh, Blackfire, sort of, well, Dove's sort of steps back out of the narrative for a bit to deal with Hawk's death. Uh, she hops on a plane to Paris. Goes home. Yep. Goes um, back home. Because this time without Hank. Oh, yeah, I say, you live in Paris. Why the hell did you come to Washington, D.C.? Yeah. Um, Connor is not dealing with his uh, failure to get there in time to deactivate the bomb. Uh, very well. When we see him, he's trying to still wash the soot and ash off. That's of the one thing we never really thought about or talked about. How messed up is Connor? A person who was just recently born through a test tube. Like, he's still a child. And he just saw a man go, pop! Uh, yeah. True. Very true. Very, very true. And he's now, it's like when that, that killer actually kills someone and he's trying to wash the blood off the hands. Yeah. I was thinking of the, uh, the bathroom scene in It, Chapter 1. Yeah. Don't you see all the blood? What blood? Yeah. Uh, um, and Gar is trying to... Uh, trying to just uh, talk him out of his... Uh, where he is. And... Well, things don't go very well in that. Because <laughs> uh, Connor is blaming himself for it. And he's like, go ahead and say it. I'm not Superman. You know, and which is just sort of, yeah, you're not, but nobody's saying that you have to be. Like, be your own man. Yeah. Um, and, well, some bad things get said. And Gar gets pissed and it's just sort of like, you're right. You're not Superman. <laughs> well, give him the bird yeah. times two. And, yeah, it doesn't go very well. And Then Dove, before she gets on on the plane, walks in and she's just, she's like, it's not your fault. It's mine. I'm the one who pulled the trigger. Yeah. I'm the one who fired from the grassy knoll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Chris, you weren't down here when I made my horrible joke before the before we, we binged. Oh, please 
about it was about crypto coming out and just whining, you know, covered in soot. <laughs> Wait, we're, we're talking about when Hank exploded. Right? Yeah. What do you remember? What I said? What? I said, well, he was asking for hot dogs. Oh, well, no. My joke was like with the whining when he sort of looked up at Connor. My thing was like, Daddy, why weren't you faster? <laughs> <laughs> I did not need to see that. Yeah. Um, but. Connor, you know, uh, leaves, and or when we come back to Gar, he's just made a pizza in Bruce's brick top oven because he just happened to have a brick top oven. Why not? I mean, Wayne that. Manor is old. That's probably like the original oven that was in the, that was in. Yeah, remember Alfred yeah, was the chef there. Yeah. Alfred probably went. I want a nice oven. Yeah. Well, well, I'm sure that Bruce's dad had it installed, or his granddad. Wayne Manor is old. <laughs> yeah, but who knows how much of it is still original. True. Um, but then, as he's preparing to cut up the pizza, Corey walks in. And she's in another one of those trances. She tries to kill him <laughs> by hucking fireballs at him. And when, he, when, she, when she comes out of it, she's just like... She tries to apologize over it, and he's just like, "Stay away from me, <laughs> bad demon, bad, bad." Well, he bad. then she she try she apologizes to him, says she had another one of those like visions, and she I, she was she had blacked out, and he then shows her what is essentially a sensory deprivation tank. I, they called it like an isolation chamber. Sort of thing. What we call it is a sunbathing chamber. Yep, it was very much a sun, sun, uh, suntan. Uh, uh, it's a tanning, tanning booth. A tanning booth. That's that's tanning bed. That's what I was looking for. Uh, and so she goes in there, and okay, it's very much clearly just a tanning bed, and they didn't <laughs> even bother to try to like black out the interior, like you would expect to have in a sensory deprivation tank. But, you know, she's sitting there, her eyes closed, going into, like, rapid eye movement. She has a flashback to herself and her sister being wheeled into some, uh, some room. And her sister screams at her, she screams, and then she suddenly wakes up in a car in the middle of a field. And I'm just, for a moment, I'm like... Is this like her having some sort of dream, or is this real? You're like, no, nope, you, it was real. You was in there like, I was convinced it was probably a dream, but no, nope, that was real. Nah. She gets out of the car, and then she finds that finds out that Gar was in the trunk, and he's like, "You came out of the isolation chamber when I tried to stop you." Last time I help you. Yeah, when I tried to stop you, you punched me in the face. And well, they find a hatch hidden there in the middle of this field. Because underground facilities are always a good sign. Depending on who owns it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if this were the island and lost, it'd be like, nope, you oh, should probably no. leave. <laughs> well, if you're on the island and lost, you're basically fucked already. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to confess, I, I never really watched Lost. I think a lot of people never really watched it. <laughs> I just heard the ending. It was horrible. Because by, by the last season, everyone had sort of realized... They don't really know what they're what they're doing, in spite of what they said. They're literally making this up as they go along. Mm-hmm. But at any rate, in this underground facility, turns out it's a prison with one inmate. 
and literally just one guy there to keep an eye on said inmate. And the inmate, in case it weren't obvious, is Blackfire. Corey's sister. Who has the same weakness as Superman. A red light. Well, in Superman's case, it's the red light is supposed to be like a red sun. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a red light. Red lights, of the, or the specific wavelength of, or whatever, inhibits uh, Tameranian powers. And... Well, the guy is just so happy to finally have somebody... The guy keeping an eye on her... Literally just some dweeb in a, in a lab coat. And what looked like a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. I mean, the guy is literally by himself down there. <laughs> what, the f- what the fuck does it matter? <laughs> I mean, so, we're going to keep you walked up here. And for your personal pleasure, this humongous jar of lotion inside your body. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm oh, pretty sure and, he's been staring at Black for a little bit. Do not, do not shtup the, <laughs> the, the Tamaranian. Death by Snoo Snoo. Snoo Snoo will get you killed. Yep. Well, he, you know, Corey wants to talk to her sister, so the guy lets her go into the go into the uh, prison cell, turns off the red light uh, for whatever reasons, and Corey and her sister have a have a talk. Neither of them is really happy to see the other one, and. Blackfire basically accuses her sister of never standing up for her. I'm broken no, because I mean, of you. Jeez. The, the problem is, Blackfire just causes trouble. No one. Mm-hmm. You killed the mm-hmm. fucking family. And she points out that, like, she and Star had pulled up, you know, like, gotten in trouble together. And their parents punished Blackfire worse. And it's just like, yeah, because you're the one doing worse things, and you don't apologize for it, and you keep mouthing off to them, of course you're going to get punished worse. It's just what I'm thinking. It's like if there are two of you, you've both done a bad thing, but one of you is still, is one of you is contrite and apologizes for it, and the other one is still being a fucking asshole, the fucking asshole is going to get punished worse. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's... I mean, did you ever see that Macaulay Culkin movie, The Good Son? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the belt? He needed more than a belt in that movie. Well, I can uh, think of... Yeah, he needed a belt, but not necessarily to whip him with. Just... Well, I mean... Well, I mean, he did get, a, he did yeah. get the, uh, the classic sudden stop. Yeah. It's not the fall that'll kill you. It's the sudden stop at the end. But Gravity's a bitch. Mm-hmm. Gravity, man. It's not just a good idea. It's, it's the law. <laughs> I am the law! <laughs> But I uh, know we're not talking about Judge Dredd here. <laughs> but he did. But he did impose the law on Mama. <laughs> because it's awesome we were talking movie. about Dredd off off mic earlier. Um, but at any rate, back to Titans. So Star and Blackfire have a bit of a bit of a fight in the middle of the cell, which Starfire has a fight. Natural for them. Yep. I mean, literally, these two cannot coexist. Starfire wins. She walks out of the cell. I love how they do the dad logic in this. Okay, it's, go ahead. The girl's like, we need to stop this. The dad logic in this is, no, no. No, no. 
No, Lauren, just let it go. Let it go through. They, they, they need to get this out of their system. No, no, they're doing it. It's like what Christopher Titus' dad used to say. No, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting free entertainment out of this. Especially that poor guy. Girl on girl fight. Give me the lotion! <laughs> Where are my tissues? I was waiting for you to make that make that joke. Um, and when they're talking to him later, the guy basically... The, Guy basically says, "Yes, yeah, she's. The thing is designed to hold hold her for for forever, basically. Even after work. What was that? No one just says you're free. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, after ten thousand years, I'm free. <laughs> um, it's not a dumpster. Excuse me, trash can with a diamond on top <laughs> or a ruby, whatever the hell it was. But um, th- yeah." Uh, well, Starfire's ready to leave, but then she she sort of stops and thinks about it. And is just sort of like, she's an asshole, but she's still my sister. <laughs> so she busts her out of there. See, I can't. The guard, and the guard still tries to talk her talk her down. It's like she is property of the U.S. government. I'm like, that's probably the worst thing you could say. <laughs> I, <laughs> I kind of felt bad for Blackfire on that one. Yeah, because they really sat there and said. This is meant to hold her even if we're not there. That means that woman is going to literally be there alone, slowly starving to death, if she can die that way. Yeah. I mean, he's right. That's I've had the same basic thought. It's like, do you have some sort of system set up to feed her if you're not there? Well, Every mean, time I, she's hungry, she I hits mean, the put, button on the door. I mean, now that I really think about it, I don't think I've ever actually seen Starfire eat in, like, Teen Titans, like, the cartoons. Well, yeah, she does. She ate all the nasty stuff. They don't need to eat that much at all to satisfy their hunger. So, like, a nibble of a piece of bread is enough to fill her for almost, like, a month. So she's a snake. (laughs) Oh, she's my wife. Well, she eats, like, one bite of chicken nuggets and she's full. And you, then you eat the, the leftovers. I eat the other 20. Yes, I understand. I'm the pit. Sure, that's the term I was going to use. <laughs> Wait. Oh, the only term. Garbage use. disposal, maybe? That means I eat anything and everything. That's not true. <laughs> but no, I guess I, yeah. I felt a little bad for Blackfire yeah, in that. Yeah, but... And yeah, so... They leave with Blackfire and... Star and Starfire basically says, "Get you can either get in the car and leave with us, or you can, you know, or you're you're on your own." But there, there's going to be people coming soon, so, <laughs> and yeah, she gets in the car, and I'm like, mm, "That's going to come back and bite you in the ass." But <sighs> just come on now, you're, you're dealing with a sister that wiped the family out. Tortured most of the population. Well, we don't know exactly what this incarnation of Blackfire did. We know she she took she killed their parents, but the rest of that we don't know for certain. Well, she barbecued the boyfriend. The bo- the boyfriend, yes, she did mention the boyfriend a few times. But and I'm just like, uh, this is not going to go well for you. 
Um, I love how this happens. Yeah, Road is a Road can can literally fall asleep in mid sentence. I, I love when he does that. He's like, I know what. Uh, yeah. he, he was talking. I interrupted him, and it's like the moment I interrupted him, he switched off. Autopilot <laughs> <laughs> on. Ask me. Yeah. I'm still here. Yeah. Trust me. Yes, and when I'm saying how oh, what. So if in the over the course of this uh, this thing, you happen to hear any brief little snores. Oh, someone choking. That's, that, 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 that's road. <laughs> but, um, but then we had episode five, Lazarus. Laz- when we saw the title Lazarus, you, Road, started freaking under, out because there were two, only possibilities. two possibilities. You have the Lazarus Pit, which, which, I was my, that. which is my theory, yes. Or you had Lazarus Creed. Lazarus Creed is a psycho. But amongst all the other psychos that are in the DC universe? Yeah, amongst the other psychos. But his thing is, he uses. He takes a vir- uh, version of the Venom. It's a very toned down one because his heart can't take it. But he turned it into a, uh aerosol that he breathes. And unfortunately, because he took it one time, it's damaged his lungs, so he has to permanently use it now. I was hoping to see him in here. We didn't get either one, but we, we have a variation of... No, that was the Lazarus He actually sat there and said what, that Walzer Ghoul had a small pit, small enough that Bruce did not know about it. Let's... Rewind back to talk about the episode, yeah. which gives us a little bit, uh, well. It uh, makes you not feel so bad about Bruce Wayne. Mm, he's still a dick, but he's not as bad as dicks we thought. He tried to make amends, but he had the worst fucking time. His timing was so awful. and it, Even when you try to help, you yeah, fuck he things up. Destro- he utterly destroyed any hope in this. Mm-hmm. Even though he's, but Jason Todd's still asshole. Um, Dick Grayson, in the previous episode, had gone to, well, Jonathan, you know, Crane suddenly got targeted by the Red Hood in Arkham. Some, uh, some orderly tried to, tried to shank him. And so the Gotham PD decided they were going to move him to a more secure facility at Blackgate. Because that's going to be a safe place for him. Um, but... Dick Grayson then decides he's going to intercept the tr- transfer of custody at Arkham by beating up the guards in full view of security Every cameras. Every camera in the world needed to see this. Well, my thing is, I, I, I guess it's because he didn't have his backup suit in the truck. No, he had his backup suit somewhere because he had it at the cabin. Unless their backup suit was already at the cabin. So his backup suit was at, no, was his backup suit at the cabin. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway. Um, but he loads Crane into his car, which is a Maserati. It's not like that's not in the spot. Yeah, again, it's it's how like how are you, Dick? How Dick, are you not you trained by Batman back in season inconspicuous. Oh yeah, except well, wait, except here we go. season we just watched see, in season one. He swapped cars, you know, when because he was driving around in a Porsche. <laughs> 
with, with, with Starfire, and then he swapped it for a minivan. We sw- he swapped it for a minivan. That we are here. Oh, I thought no, you were gonna go. It's like, no, they won't recognize me. I thought oh, you were gonna go with the whole Starfire. You're wanted by the police. Let me park you in front of the police station. Well, there was that too. <laughs> when 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 Dick Grayson yeah went went into parked in front of a police station in the middle of bumfuck Ohio or wherever it was, because he needs to go inside to get some information, and he, and she wants to come in with him. And he says, "You're wanted by the police. I'm a cop. I can you know I, I can I'm more inconspicuous going in here." And I'm like, "You're still leaving her." In the car, in front of a police station. It's not like she's exactly the, the somebody that is inconspicuous in her own right. Again, <laughs> with with the with, with the magenta hair and the Rayshago never called him detective. Very very obvious why he never <laughs> called him detective. But wow. um, but you no, know, my whole point was that Dick knows that. If you're going to do something and there are people that are likely to track you, you should probably ditch a very conspicuous car like a Porsche. Right. We saw that back in season one. But here, he's in a Maserati. Granted, it's like a black Maserati, which is, you know, black... It's black a Maserati. Maserati. But it's still a Maserati. And sure enough, when they spot him on the security cameras... Fuck you, everybody she, up. Uh, you know, she calls him up and basically says, turn your car around, bring... Bring Crane back, and I'll pretend that this didn't, and I can make this go away. And he's like, "Gotta go," and just hangs up on her. And so she immediately puts out an APB on him. <laughs> it's like, Dick, what the fuck did you think was gonna happen? I will kick his ass. Well, and, and no one will know it was me. And what he does is he lays a trap at a cabin in the in the woods somewhere. Isolated pl- in an isolated place. Yeah, that's surely going to go very well for you. But cabin in the woods always works. Uh-huh. And well, I mean, it worked well to stop Thor. <laughs> oh god. Okay, it's been a while since I've seen any of the uh, MCU movies. What? Uh, <laughs> cabin in the woods. Remember with Thor? Oh. It stopped Thor. It was a scene cabin in the woods. The character, Chris Hemsworth's character, literally hit like an invisible wall when he was trying to jump yeah. over this like huge gap, thinking he could make it. And, and what do you know? This one had an invisible wall too, because <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a safe house of sorts that Bruce had where he trained the Robins, and and it had like motion sensors and stuff around the perimeter. And the player was there apparently because he had. Exact trapping like Predator. Oh yeah. yeah, as he's unlocking the the chain gates, Crane gets out of the car and makes a run for it. And Dick does just just lifts his head because he can hear this happen. Just shakes his head and, fi- and finishes unlocking it. And Crane then get, gets caught by a net and yoinked up into the trees. But and I, as soon as that happened, I was like, saw that coming. <laughs> but yeah, they have some, and they have like a little talk of sorts where Dick talks about the training he under, that he underwent when he went out into the middle of the woods by himself late at night, killed a wolf with his bare hands. Well, bare hands and a big-ass knife. That was a big knife, too. Very big knife. I think Not that as big as yours, Road. <laughs> I think that, I saw, that, I've seen that, that knife of yours. That was Terminator knife. That was Crocodile Dundee-sized knife. That. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, that's no. not a knife. That's... 
That's a lie. <laughs> Everyone's favorite scene in that movie. But uh, then uh, the motion sensor gets tripped, and so Dick's like, "All right, company's coming. Time to get you get you dressed in your finest." No. And literally, what it is is he just put Crane in his Dick's clothes. In his parka and everything, while he put on his Nightwing suit, as Red Hood is lining up a shot on one who, on who he thinks is Dick, and then when the lights go out, when he flips the switch, he spins around and yeah, we have a fight between uh, Nightwing and Red Hood. And Red Hood's doing all gun kata shit like he's in the movie Equilibrium. That's why I hate <laughs> like, you do. Have, have, have you studied under the under the new law? <laughs> are you a, are you a Gramlin cleric? <laughs> are you a cleric now? That's why I hate YouTube. Because just saying there, look at YouTube. Them not search up Titans at all. First thing pops up: uh, Nightwing versus Red Hood, live action. God damn it! <sighs> but I mean, we knew that there was going to be a fight between those two. I was kind of hoping for more of an end, like end fight. There, there's still time. <laughs> True. Um, but the two of them basically are fighting one another to a standstill. Uh, Jason does get a get a brief upper hand by setting off a flashbang in his face. Ooh. But by this point, the Gotham PD have uh, have uh, tracked them to this place in the woods, or really they just tracked it to where he turned off the road in the Maserati and. One of the cops is just sort of like, there's nothing out there. And Barbara just takes one look at it and she's like, I'm going to need a helicopter. Because <laughs> <laughs> she, she knows. <laughs> I know exactly what's in there. There's a cabin in the woods. Let's go, guys. Cabin in the woods. Uh-oh. We need to get there. But, um, no good sign. But, when, uh, but then she basically has the sharpshooter in the helicopter take the shot because he thinks he has it. Nope, doesn't have it. Ends up uh, clipping Robin's wing. Yes. I made the pun. <clears throat> but, uh, and Red Hood gets away. Crane had tried, yeah, that does look, you know, <laughs> Zeke has just pulled up a, a, a clip from uh, Titan Season 1 in Episode 5, the liquor store clerk. Does look a lot like the, like the, uh, the like, girl the, who like, like the woman in the GCPD. Who has always helped Bob going. Um... But Red Hood and Crane get away. And yes, it is straight up confirmed that the two of them are working together. Like I suspected was, was the case. Um, but it's not until episode five that we get the... Yeah. We get the details on how the whole thing happened. Because it flashes back to like three months pre- prior when... Uh, Jason's having nightmares in, in they, one manner. Yeah, Jason's having his nightmares of being... Having his ass kicked by Deathstroke. Deathstroke. I mean, come on, kid. <laughs> Everyone gets their ass kicked by Deathstroke. It's kind of his thing. <laughs> the only person that Deathstroke has literally struggled with was Batman. He somehow kicked Superman and Wonder Woman and Green Lantern's asses. He fought like the entire. That's sort of what he does. He he literally fought the entire Justice League. Who does he struggle with? Batman. But, um, and Bruce is just, is concerned over recur- the recurring nightmares that Jason is having, and 
suggests that he uh, wants him to see a therapist. And he specifically mentions Dr. Leslie Tompkins, a well-known character from the, from the Batman comics. Zeke did not quite remember her. He, the name well, was like familiar. Said, but I, I'm not the comic book. I'm the cartoon guy. Right. The she comic was book. in the comic, and she was in the cartoon. Yeah, she was the nice old lady who kept going to the gravesite with Bruce. Yep. And Jason doesn't want to do it, and so Bruce says, okay, you're benched. No more Robin until you see her, and, until she signs off on it, because he basically says she does know what we do. <laughs> don't, don't worry. She knows how to keep her mouth shut. Yeah. Um, so, what, 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 is it, what is it, the, uh, the confidentiality? Doctor-patient uh, yeah. <laughs> privilege, yeah. Um, Jason still doesn't want to do it, but we see him, because he said, uh, he was as he was getting ready to leave, he was going to go meet somebody in, in town, and he has, like, a would-be girlfriend, a girl named Molly, who is, uh... Pretty much the same Molly as... Jesus Christ! What? This is how I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ro, yeah, you Ro, Ro, the Ro, best Ro, Ro to off right there. You heal. You heal. comes out and starts talking. <laughs> he, he's snoring and he stops snoring to pick up a sentence that we're talking about. Jesus Christ. It's, it's, it's one reason why Road is a little bit scary. <laughs> he, are you sorry, sure you're guys, not positive? military training. You're supposed to be able to wake up and go straight into your whatever duty you need. Are you sure? I actually do that. Are you, you sure you're not following the nuclear family? No. Where he was sleeping with his eyes open? <laughs> no. Literally, he was sleeping with his eyes open, and they're like, are you sure he's asleep? He's like, yeah, sure, look at this. Hey, turn sniffer. Go mega face. See, nothing. He's literally just laying there staring at the ceiling when he's asleep. It's like the special ops guys are trained to sleep with their eyes open. <laughs> anyway, um... And Molly uh, is well when when uh, Jason meets with her, she's trying to post some stuff online. Missing children uh, posters and people that have, have been abducted by somebody who is, has connections to the Joker. Yeah, and they, she knows where he is, and of course, you know. But she points out uh, that one in particular, a boy named Diego Martinez. You know, as she as she puts it, he's brown and poor. The police won't do anything. Right. And of course, you know. Welcome to policing in America. J- Jason Todd is like, okay, you know what? I got this. I'm Jason Todd. Well, you're Jason Todd right up until that gun comes out. Yeah. Because um, the two of them, because he has her take him to where the guy is hangs out, and the guy is basically uh, grooming. A, a uh, a girl by giving her booze and it's just sort of like I like it when you smile. I can introduce you to a guy who can make you smile all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow. alarm bells should be ringing right now, girl. <laughs> you live in Gotham. When a guy is talking about a guy that can make you smile all the time, that's not you a should thing. be running. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Jason and Molly walk up and he's trying to be all. Tough, tough guy, macho to uh, to this guy, and the guy's guy glares at him. And is just sort of like, you have not done enough time to look at me like that. <laughs> and Jason's just like, you don't know anything about me. And Molly is now starting to get a bit weirded out, and it's just like, let's just go. And the second Jason turns back to the guy, there's already a gun right at his throat. <laughs> See all that trading, and you let the guy get the drop on you. 
this is why Bruce didn't want to let, let you be Robin anymore. Yeah, <laughs> was, he, was, he was overcome with fear. So and he, the guy kicks his ass. <laughs> just literally beats him down. And pistol whips him. Kicks him a few times. And then just leaves. But And Jason's pissed because he was made to look weak in front of his girl. And so he snaps at her like it's her fault that any of this happened. And meanwhile, I'm just looking at this like, Asshole. asshole. <laughs> I swore I saw you hearing WWF chants behind me. Yeah. Asshole, asshole. asshole. <laughs> but, um, and when he goes to see Dr. Tompkins, well, the first meeting doesn't go very well. He's standoffish as you'd expect from a asshole like Jason Todd. Um, Until he glances over and sees a picture of her, I guess, at med school or whatever. And there in the picture is Jonathan Crane. And suddenly, Jason's a lot more in- intrigued. <laughs> and he, you know, then asks her if she, uh, if she knew him. She's very, very immediately uncomfortable. And it comes out that he exposed her to his fear gas. And she, dis- she is then pushed into describing his, like, the closest thing you can get to hell while you're still alive. <clears throat> well, you know, the second meeting goes goes a little bit better. They do some word association stuff. and She basically is trying to give him validation, you know, with, uh, you know, that if you want to be Robin, that's, a, that's okay. But, you know, just like you don't, but it's okay to be afraid. It's like, just because, you know, just because you feel fear doesn't mean you're broken. Something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a good line. That's a good therapist right there. And then he's picked up by Bruce Wayne and his Ferrari. Because... Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And he, ha- and he just sort of has to show off that it's like, I'm, I'm, I have fuck you money. <laughs> <laughs> What's your superpower? I'm rich. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's like in it's like in the it's like in the Nolan it's like in the Nolanverse. He's driving around. He's driving around in a Lamborghini, and not just a ma- Lamborghini, a Lamborghini Murcielago, and Murcielago means bat in Spanish. Well, when I found like, that out, I'm like, you're not even trying to be subtle, are you? No, no. It's, it's, it's like what was it? Batman Begins when he bought the uh, the restaurant, the restaurant yeah. there because his two Russian dates started like stripping down and going to like a little like. Uh-huh. So uh, that's not the pool. It's see, I'm buying this hotel. We're introducing a few new rules about the uh, pool area. <laughs> but because uh, what was it that Alfred said to him when he asked him? He was like, "So what does Bruce Wayne do?" And he says, "Well, he spends money. Yeah, he buys things that that you technically shouldn't be buying." He is literally tra- playing the rich idiot with no day job. <laughs> yeah. Um, but back uh, back to Titans. And Bruce takes them to Crime Alley. Yes, the nicest part of Gotham. Yeah, and I would say for Gotham, it doesn't look as rugged as it should. I still say the perfect way that Gotham has ever been portrayed was in the Tim Burton Batman films. Like, it's got that gothic look to it. It looks like it's out of time. Like you don't know what. Right, it, it, it like, looks like it's an old ancient city, but. Like the cars look like they're from the forties, mm-hmm. and then you I did. Truck. I did like the whole anachronism. Stew the city of the future. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
I, they had something of that in the Gotham TV series as well. Like there was a mishmash of technology and everything, so you really couldn't tell what time period it was supposed to be exactly. set in. But um, anyway, in Crime Alley, Bruce is just sort of like he admits that he's you know Jerry sort of mother. he's well yeah he's been calling Jason son. And Jason is clearly resonating with this. As soon as that first time he called him son, Jason was like surprised, exactly. pleasantly surprised by it. And I'm just like, daddy issues. <laughs> daddy well, that, that's issues. When I, had asked the question, I was like, Jason is an orphan, right? Like, yes. He was like abandoned. Yep. Well, no, he, because he had said in like when he was meeting with Dr. Tompkins that his mother was a smackhead uh, and his, his dad had like, had like, like beat her or whatever, beat and her to death, beat her to and death, then killed what, himself, and then killed himself. So no, yes, no, he orphan. said that he said that his dad was killed by Two Face. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so he has no, he has no parents. It's very. So he's got a lot of pent up anger issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, yeah, Bruce basically admits that he's, you know, that it was that it, it's been wrong of him to sort of uh, try to. Groom, you know, groom him into an, into another Robin, and, and basically, it's like I want you to stop being Robin, but I don't want you to stop being my son. But I by this point, I think his words were, "You don't have to wear the suit to be my son." That's what it was. And Jason, by this point, is he had, had, had admitted to to Tompkins that being Robin helps him feel free. It gives him like feels makes him feel like there's like his life purpose. has some purpose. And so now we heard this before. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, wasn't that Terry McGinnis? I don't know. Was it? It's been a while since I've seen Batman Beyond. That was yeah. definitely Terry McGinnis, and we turned out the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think it was um, Bruce that told uh, told Terry at the at the end of the movie. It's not. It's not bat. It's not. It's not. It's something you said. It's not the suit that makes you a better man. As you wear. It's, you make the bell, man. Because remember, he... Yeah, there, I forget what the exact line because is. Because he... But, when, when Batman... When, Terry, when Bruce Wayne uh, said... Joe came back and he goes, I'm t- I want the suit back because I don't want you to face him. And he goes, I've done so many bad things in my life. This is my chance to redeem, redeem myself. It, it makes me uh, a better person. And that's when... At the end of the movie, it's when he said... You uh, being Batman, uh, you oh god, what was that phrase? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. About, t- about I'm, trying, I'm trying to look it up right now. Um, it's one of those phrases that when you hear, you're like, God damn, that's a great line. <laughs> um, let's see who can pull it up first, you and me. <laughs> but continue, continue, old entertain the crew, the, the crowd. <laughs> Why but, is it yeah, but basically Bruce has like the worst timing with this yeah, because he, he, he's like he, taking away the one thing that makes Jason happy. Right, and Jason had just talked about how being Robin helps him to feel like he's free. And you're taking away his freedom. And he, right off the bat, he's like, when did you talk to her? Why did you talk to her? He's like, no, 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 this is my decision. I found the quote. It's not Batman that makes you worthwhile. It's the other way around. Yep. And I was like, that is a great line. 
And it was Bruce, it was old Bruce saying it as he was going in to see Tim Drake for the first time after they, uh, after the, you know, the two had split. It's just like, oh man. <laughs> it was in the, it was in the movie. That, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so the bundle included it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and it was after that, well, and Jason, hearing this coming from Bruce, immediately assumes that Dr. Tompkins had talked to him about it. And Bruce is denying it. He's just like, no, I did not talk to her. This is entirely this is, my, entirely this is my decision. <laughs> and he doesn't, he doesn't believe it. And he calls up Tompkins and accuses her of being a liar. And then storms into Arkham Asylum to meet Dr. Crane. Oh, yeah. Let's play a word game. Liar. Yeah. And, well, he basically wants, he wants Crane to make an anti-fear gas, a gas to remove fear. I don't want to feel anything while I'm hopping around buildings. And. Sure, here you go. And <laughs> Crane's just like, what do I get, you know, what do I get out of this? And he, and Jason thinks and goes, information? And Crane's like. Okay, yeah, because he by this point has deduced that he has some sort of connection to, to Batman because because well, uh, Jason holds up a canister of fear gas <laughs> that he had taken from Batman's trophy case, <clears throat> and Crane sees it and knows exactly where it came from. And it's just like, and he basically is like, I want to know everything. I want to know everything about this guy, about Batman, uh, and so he gives him the formula and. Then we get a little montage of uh, Jason being Walter White. <laughs> and they even okay. made, they even made the they even made the made the joke uh, later when he after he came up with like anti fear toxin version one and uh, came back to Crane and Crane's just sort of like get you get you an RV and you could have your own TV show. <laughs> and I was just like, yep, yeah, they went there and. Well, then they basically start making plans to uh, to do to do the thing, and then we get uh, to see him dose up on the fear gas, go after the Joker, get his head caved in by a crowbar. Oh, it got a lot more than caved in. Oh yeah, because we got to ch- we got to see his corpse when the when the guard uh, took him not to the not to the uh, took him out of the morgue and took him down to the secret Lazarus pit underneath Arkham. Man, his face was messed up. Oh yeah, it was gruesome. Uh, like you, his, what was his, like his entire like jaw and everything was like gone. Yeah, like especially like he had no bottom lip anymore. No, like, everything like all of his teeth were like exposed from the crowbar hits. I almost feel like after he was finished like bashing him, so he wasn't moving anymore, just took like the end of the thing and just gashed it like a Glasgow smile into his into his into his face i believe that but um then he uh yeah he gets tipped into the into a lazarus pit and when he then and then he wakes up on a slab in the condemned wing of arkham where dr crane is waiting gives him a a new version of the anti-fear gas that he had made for him Mm mm-hmm and basically, it's just sort of like we're gonna give this this town what it needs—a good, solid dose of fear and terror. 
See, that, that brings up a, a, a old phrase that a lot of druggies like to say. Don't use your own products. Problem with that with serial killers and bad men is that products usually have something that make you more addicted to it. Like venom. Mm-hmm. Well, is Bane, well, Crane, is Bane addicted to the venom? Process? I think he did have an addiction to it in the comics. Because I remember in, uh, in Batman Beyond when it showed old man Bane and he was hooked up to basically a life support machine. Yeah, well, that's because the stuff is ravaged his system. It's like, you know, you can do all the drugs in the world, but the, there's a toll <laughs> for that. Even if you get clean, the toll has still been paid. Is the toll is look you look like Ozzy Osbourne? That's that, that that's. I was gonna go for like Keith Richards. Who does more drugs? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Keith Richards. Keith Richards has done every drug on earth. So has Ozzy. <laughs> God. <laughs> yes, but when the nukes finally drop, the only things that are going to be left alive are the cockroaches, Keith Richards. So we need to leave this to be a better war for Keith Richards. <laughs> no, we need to we need to not do that. But um, yeah, then we got to see Jason's uh, first stint as uh, Red Hood when he goes after the guy that uh, he uh, that was kidnapping kids. And basically is terrifying him in a, in a darkened alley with some strobe lights and some, like, ninja moves. <laughs> yeah, it's the guy to empty his, empty his clip, and then it's just sort of like, you're going to tell all your friends about me. And the guy's like, yeah, sure. Uh, who, who are you? And then he just shoots him. He's like, never mind. I'll tell them myself. <laughs> I, you know what? I'll deliver the message myself. I don't need you anymore. Well, and then uh, we got to see him. He, got, he found the kid that Molly had been looking for, Diego. And he breaks into Molly's apartment because that's always a great way to impress your would-be girlfriend. <clears throat> and you know, delivers Diego, and he's still wearing the red hood outfit. And she, you know, he's like, "I would never hurt you, Molly." And she immediately knows that, that it's him. It's like you know, you're the same height as him. But what did he get his ass kicked, Joker? Nah, I can't be the same. Well, guy. no, nobody knows that that the second Robin was Jason Todd. They just said, oh yeah, that's right, they just said... They, they just knew that it was Robin that had gotten his head caved in. But... As um, far as they have one curiosity cop go, who is this? Oh, some kid I don't know. Well, that's, facial recognition would have been a lot more difficult after that, Joker was done with him. That, that, that's that's kind of like uh, the episode of uh, Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> when, when Luther swaps when Luther bodies with, uh, bodies with Flash. Flash. He's, He's like, like, now to see who this person's real identity is, takes the mask off and goes, I have no, no idea, idea who this is. <laughs> and it was, uh, it was Wally. Yeah, yeah, but Luther doesn't know who Wally West is. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure after that, Luther tried to make it a point to try to memorize as many faces as he could. <laughs> Just in case he, was, he had the opportunity to do this sort of thing again. But Luther's like one of the few people I think that could probably pull it off. Yeah. He but, um... You know, he tries to, like, reassure Molly. It's just sort of like, I'm going to give this city what it needs. It's going to get worse before it gets better. <laughs> and, then, and, then he, and then he leaves. And, and I'm just like, mm, yeah, she's not exactly going to thank you for what you're going to do, bud. <laughs> so he's going to pay. See, oh, this is a debt. It's going to pay up now. Yep. And, yeah, it's just like, now they're trying to... It, it's like after he 
pulled a couple terrorist acts and killed Hawk. Now you want to try to make him into we an anti-hero. Him into now you want to make him an anti-hero. No, no, doesn't no, work that way. Still asshole. Yeah. Well, never stop being an asshole. So, so do you think they're going to introduce Arsenal at some point in time? And they're going to become the outlaws. Oh, you you have to go back and rewatch the beginning of the binge. Well, we listen that. to the first half of this binge because yeah, Road was very much like he wants Arsenal. I there. want Arsenal. We need. Arsenal versus Red Hood, and both of them just fucking on the floor, face first, like always. In a pool totally of their own blood. Totally in a pool of their own blood, <laughs> unable to move, and just still like, trying to get up and beat each other. Because <laughs> they're both just like, I ain't heard no bell. <laughs> right, that part? they, again, two, two halves of the same coin. The anti-hero and the hero who has absolutely no limits. And it's just like... <laughs> yeah. Th- they can't exist in the same if, if you put them in the same vicinity, it's they've got to start beating the shit out of each other. See, I've yeah. been sitting here thinking about this yeah. more in two parts now. We've seen how fucked up Bruce Wayne is. I want to see what Soups looks like in this universe. Because they did name drop him multiple times. Yeah, and then there was then there was the line that, that Bruce had in the, where he said, "I have a conference call with Metropolis." And as soon as he said that, I'm like, "You're gonna you're talking with bats with soups, aren't you?" <laughs> it's just I, like I could totally see see him saying it like that because he doesn't really want to mention him by name or whatever. And then the second thing is, I'm thinking about what kind of villains I would like to see in this. And there's two I want to see come to life. First of all, I want to see Clayface. See, but I don't really want them to just grab any old DC DC villain and throw them in there. But the thing with Clayface is yeah, he's able to manipulate the way he looks. Yeah. Interesting piece. It would be interesting to see. Yeah, possibly. But at the same time, I don't kind of don't want more Bat Family villains to show, to, to show up necessarily. But they're in Gotham. It has to be. Not, not necessarily. They they handled Joker pretty well. They like didn't show his face. You heard some laughter, and then Bruce kills him. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. We didn't really see a whole lot of. Unless I see a fucking body, go into a go into a cremation chamber and get burned to cinders. Unless they decided he's not dead. (laughs) Unless they decided to do Rude's favorite story, the three Jokers. (laughs) <laughs> Rhodes, <laughs> the three Joker story. No, because in best case, I know exactly who I would want to see as the original Joker. Who? Richard Brake. Ooh. Watch 31, the movie, the Rob Zombie film, 31, and he's practically the Joker in that movie. But Richard Brake's just a great, great actor in the first place. Yeah, he'd be great as, Well, like, yeah, remember him in uh, Mandalorian? Mandalorian. Um, he also had a brief role in Kingsman. Yeah, he was the interrogator, I think. Yeah, the one that tied them to the railroad tracks. Because um, I was just watching uh, some clips of that movie the other day, and when that scene came up, I'm like, holy shit, that's Richard Brake. <laughs> he was also one of the uh, the Nazis in Hannibal Rising. Okay. I never saw that one. Oh, it's a good film. Okay. And the um, second one I want to see is Matt Hatter. Matt, Matt Hatter would be, an, would be an interesting I'm, I'm sorry, but if they're going to bring in Matt Hatter as his henchman, as his henchman, because as far as I know, he's never teamed up with these guys. Is he needs to be with Tweedledee and Tweedledum? Yeah, yeah, I uh, can see that. Um, Maybe not actually call them that, but it's like two guy, two like goons that are both just sort of like 
wide body. Yeah. Uh, Bald, you know, and wide body. Typical, you know, typical build. I'm here. I'm wall. I'm punched. Kind of like the minions in... Um, <laughs> no, 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 not not, th- not those minions. Not, not those minions. Right, wait a minute. Uh, this, you know, in, the, in, what was it, the spirit? Uh, there was that... Oh, I know yeah, what you're yeah, talking spirit. about. Yeah, those minions. <laughs> Give one of We're the here to stand and get punched. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> God, that was a horrible movie. It was a horrible movie, but I like... For some reason, I like those like those goofy-ass goofy villains. Minions. <laughs> I mean, but you gotta remember, those villains were your typical 1950s player. Yeah. Oh, Maxi Zeus. Oh. Could, they could have him as just a casino owner. Casino owner or just some sort of corporate asshole. This, but that's basically what he is. He owns a casino. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's like Penguin owns a nightclub that happens to have a casino inside of it. Yeah. Gets I mean, lounge. Yeah, they don't necessarily have to go... Uh, Go for the more outlandish bat villains. Yeah. You know, some of the some of the more grounded ones. But Mad Hatter is one that it could really fuck with the Titans. <laughs> I know one that they've never put in that I like to see, but it's not gonna happen. What? The Phantasm. Oh, the oh, Phantasm. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's because the Phantasm was basically exclusive to the animated series. No, what? They brought him back in the comics. Oh, they did. They brought him back in the comics, and they brought her. They brought her back in uh, Justice League. Uh, Justice League Unlimited. Huh. She was supposed to kill Terry McGinnis' family first. Huh. Well, the Joker's dead. Interesting. I never got that. Got that. In, got into the Justice League Unlimited cartoon that much. The so last was... episode where they saw doing the when he when they find out that Terry McGinnis is actually a Batman clone, more or less. <laughs> He's his son. Son. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I. Like meant. actual. And yeah, we, I know. They were like, you had the the genes. Now we just had to give you. The uh, tragic backstory, mm. and it's like when she went to go do it, she stopped because Bruce would not want this. But the person who is telling Terry all this is Amanda Waller. Oh, yeah. that's another person they could bring in for the show. Yeah. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. The wall would be perfect. Like, could you imagine Amanda Waller, the character in this show? Oh, a man. little bit. Yeah, she would be. Probably the most evil bitch in the entire series. Now, granted, I would also like to see, like, they don't have to be, like, the full-on characters. Catwoman, Selena Kyle. She doesn't have to be Catwoman. She could just be Selena Kyle. They, well, except they already showed the Catwoman stuff in the trophy case. Right. Her, her like, goggles and her whip. Yeah. But who's to say that, you know, I think she is younger than Bruce. Yes, she comics. is. I don't know what the actual age gap is between the two of them, but... I mean, it could be, they, they could have it to where it's kind of like uh, Dark Knight Returns, Selena Kyle, where she's got her escort service. Because, um, yeah, that's where Joker found her, drugged her, and then dressed her up like Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you've gotten old. <laughs> no. But I could are. see Penguin getting introduced, like oh, in like nightclub owner, information toy, broker form. Toy maker. Toy Man? Toy Man. Yeah, I, again... What, that was, oh, yeah, that was Supesville, wasn't it? Well, he was also in uh, Dark Knight Returns, where he was the one who gave Joker the filters for his nose when they used the Joker gas on the uh, the nighttime show. Oh, yeah. Where he told him, he's like, don't breathe through your mouth. Just breathe through your nose normally. And this will filter the gas out. And he built, like, the two little, like, Chucky doll-looking toys. <laughs> uh, and they, they were the ones that spread the gas. I could definitely see that character in this. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it was a it was a good couple of episodes, and now I'm just like, okay, what is Crane's end goal here? It can't just be to try to make a make like an evil vigilante that you know, or a vigilante that he controls. He's going to put fuel toxin in the water. This isn't Caesar Romero Joker here. No, he's he's thinking of Batman Begins. That's what Ra's al Ghul was doing with the fear with the fear yeah, toxin. He dumped all the fear toxin into the water and just needed to vaporize it because it was like because it couldn't be absorbed just through like the bloodstream. It had to be specifically absorbed through the lungs to trigger the reaction. And I just remember thinking if the if the microwave emitter that you're taking along oh God, that train. Not this whole- it's powerful enough to just basically vaporize all the water in the city. It's also going to be vaporizing people. <laughs> oh, you didn't go that well. Uh, I remember people uh, arguing, wait, this is your brilliant plan, and it's been in the water for many, many months. Why hasn't no one been affected by it when they boil it to, to make tea or well, coffee? There's that, there's that too. I want to make some warm manures. Oh, my God, why my manures come to life? Yeah. I mean, that's another, that's another fair point that I hadn't actually considered but yeah <laughs> yeah um but you know comic book logic you're not supposed to think that much about this sort of thing but for a batman movie that was trying to uh, give us a more grounded in reality approach maybe you should have thought about that a little bit but titans was uh was a good couple of episodes and i'm very curious to see where things are going to go from here i love how it's good. Yeah, we. I try to wrap things up, and well, we keep coming back. And I'm, I'm thinking about, about this in the aspect of so when we did Star Wars, I was the fresh eyes, the, the person who wasn't really deep into it, and I'm like, okay, cool, enjoy this. Now we got you for DC stuff. Yep. You're like, okay, I want to watch more. Yeah. Well, I literally joined you guys for those first three episodes just so I could get a look at this at this show. And, yeah, it hooked me in those three episodes. So, after you get done with the first two seasons, are you going to get started on Doom Patrol? Probably. Probably. Let me know when you do that, because i I got I to gotta play catch up on that one. Okay. i got two seasons to watch. <laughs> so, do you think that we're going to break Cyborg off of Doom Patrol and bring him into the Titans? I'm honestly hoping that they do, just because I want to see this universe's Cyborg and Beast Boy interact with each other. It's, it's, <laughs> yes. kind of, it's, it's kind of when you and I were doing the uh, the Snyder Cut for Justice League, where you said that you're not used to a brooding Cyborg, and I said, well, if you think about it, the reason why he isn't a brooding character, technically he does suffer from depression because of you know his, yeah. his condition, um, and the person who always brings him out of it and brings make, you know cheers him up and whatever is Beast Boy. So I said that you D- know, yeah, DC, uh, DCCU uh, Cyborg doesn't have that. <laughs> exactly. He doesn't have that character to essentially, you know, cheer him up and whatever. Granted, yeah, he has Flash, but... I was about to say, Flash could probably fulfill the role. Yeah, but... I, you know, I know people have their mixed feelings about Ezra Miller as the Flash. Yeah. Um, but if they were to ever bring Beast Boy in, yeah, definitely. But, yeah, like I said, I would love to see... Cyborg and Beast Boy in this universe interacting. Yep. Um, so, but yeah. So as it stands now, Blackfire is free. I'm sure that's fine. Oh yeah, <laughs> nothing bad will come from that. I just don't get why they don't shove him in a spaceship. And get the go. Get the fuck off my planet. Boom. So 
like, all right, no out. spaceship necessary. Starfire will just literally kick her ass into space. Literally just boot and send her flying. Can't they breathe in space? Kind of like what Superman... Well, Superman doesn't really need to breathe anyway, so... He just lives off of sunlight. Yeah. I don't know. But, um... Yeah, this... Not sure where where things are going to go from here. Crane has some other end game in 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 mind, and Red Hood is literally just a tool that he is literally just a mad dog that he keeps on a drug leash. <clears throat> no, you're a good boy. You do you do things, and there's a treat treat in this for you. <laughs> literally, <laughs> I wonder what that called. A little aerosol thing. Just oh, he doesn't hand him. He puts it in there, makes his, make him lean into that shit. Oh yeah. I was just like, yeah, <laughs> getting real inky vibes off that. The first time I saw him using the inhaler, I was like, is he using slow-mo from Dread? <laughs> <laughs> well, the slow-mo from Dread oh, didn't, God, have, like, the, there, didn't have like the little like gas mask no. thing on it. It was literally just like a, an inhaler. inhaler. It really was just an inhaler, but I had to make the joke. Anyways. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but here's the question. What do you think is going to happen between uh, Dick and Bobo now that he's been shot by the police? Well, I mean, things were already bad in the relationship between the Titans and the cops. This isn't really affecting things one way or the other. Uh, I'm I, and and I, I I'm, I'm waiting for it because I'm waiting for the conversation where I was like, "Well, you got the bank guy while I was away. You shot me." And then she'll point out, "You, uh, you stole a prisoner <laughs> from us, <laughs> just so you could find Red Hood." And where is Red Hood? <laughs> I had him until you shot me. Like, I had him right while I wanted him, and then your sniper decided to shoot me. It's going to be one of those situations where it's like, you you both have valid points, but if you'd stop yelling at each other for like five seconds, you might actually be able to find some common ground and work this out. But, of course, poor communication kills. And so it's being shot! Yeah, well. He only got hit in, hit in the arm, and... You know, there's, there, there's, there's a couple there's, layers of armor. There's a couple layers of Kevlar and stuff involved. But, yeah, um, a good couple of episodes. Looking forward to two weeks from now when we uh, do the, do another couple of episodes. Yeah. But uh, I think that's about it, unless anybody has anything else they want to add or ask. Nope. Nope. All right. Brain so. low and arsenal. Brain low and <laughs> But, yeah, that's going to wrap up. Ravager. <laughs> uh, that's it for this edition of the Hero Cast. So, for Zeke... Chris and The Road, I am Jay, and we will see you in two weeks. Thanks for listening to the Board to Death Binge Cast. Be sure to check out our library of past podcasts via CKCC Radio or via our YouTube channel, and give us a like and subscribe. We'll see you after our next binge. <laughs>